0: To the Call It Call. This podcast is an offering of the Acts Eight Moment, proclaiming resurrection in the Episcopal Church. I'm Holly Powell, and I'm back with one of our uh, interview segments from General Convention '78 um, here in Salt Lake City. And today, I am talking with Sarah Nolan from the Faith Farm and Food Network. And I almost got that wrong, so I'm glad I saw your name tag in time. So, Sarah, would you tell me about yourself?
1: Sure. Thank you, Holly. Um, so I am one of the two Mark V fellows with um, the Episcopal Church out of the Office of justice and advocacy, um, I am focused on environmental stewardship and specifically the project that I'm working on is around developing a network of farm ministries, garden ministries, food, anyone who does who grows or shares food and trying to create resources, make connections, but also have an impact on theology and liturgy. Um, in the way it connects to ecology but also kind of an agrarian mindset and issues around food justice. Mm
0: -hmm. So, sorry to take you back just a second but you said you're a mark five fellow what what is the fifth mark of mission that's the environmental one right yes yeah (laughs) it is the
1: about god's care um stewardship Stewardship of of all creation creation. correct yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) thank you i I couldn't remember exactly but i thought that was right right yeah that's really interesting how did you get into that line of work
1: (laughs) well i actually my day job as it would be is um, i'm the director of programs and partnerships for the abundant table Mm. and we are a um, we're out of the Diocese of Los Angeles and we are a farm-based ministry. So we actually have a five-acre farm um, in addition to an Episcopal Service Corps program that like the Young Adult Intern, Domestic Intern Program and we have house church. Um, and so really a lot of my day-to-day work is around finding connections and intersections between agriculture food, um, leadership development and the church and worship. Um, and so it was my work there that got me interested in what it would look like to develop a network of other people doing similar work. And that is kind of, that was the impetus for my application actually to be a fellow.
0: Wow. That's really interesting. So did you, um, what are you finding that other places in the Episcopal Church are doing?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, one thing that's been really exciting, um, Brian Sellers-Peterson from Episcopal Relief and Development uh, did a sabbatical a few years back, and he found over 500 um Food or garden-based ministries across the Episcopal Church. You're kidding? Yeah, and so what we found was there's just so much interest, and also it's happening. Mm-hmm. And people are doing things. And we began two years ago in Sawani meeting as a community. Um, to begin thinking about what it looks like um, to create this network, but also just to make connections. Um, And what we've seen is when people are able to connect around what they're doing, there's a sense of common mission. Um, And uh, the last two gatherings we've had also really highlighted um, the theological foundation, a very sacramental foundation, when we talk about um, the bread and the wine, you know, the body of Christ, the blood of Christ, you know, Christ was referring to himself as, um, wheat and grapes. Right. And so what does that mean for us as a church community about feeding and being fed, Mm -hmm. um, both kind of, um, within our spiritual lives, but also, um, in the material world? Sure.
0: I've noticed that a lot of, at least in my diocese, there are a lot of. feeding ministries as far as feeding the homeless or Mm -hmm. food pantries for folks who um, maybe are not quite at, at um, government assistance level, Mm -hmm. but still are need help. Uh, are, are those kinds of ministries included in what you all do or is it more about the growing?
1: Mm-hmm. No, those are absolutely included, in, included. Um, and one of the things actually that's really interesting that the Diocese of Los Angeles is doing, they have um, started an initiative called Seeds of Hope and it basically looks at the entire diocese as a food system so it's identifying where there are gardens where there are farms and we are one of their farms um, and then where there are food banks and feeding ministries mm-hmm. and how to connect all of of them um, and seeing how they can, um, they're interdependent and can support, as well as finding what the gaps are um, and what kinds of things can the diocese help to bridge. So they've really started a lot of cooking classes um, so that people who are growing food or communities that are giving food away can find, um, can support um, the neighborhood in regards to eating healthy food. Um, So that's some of it, but then also looking on an economic development level, like how do jobs get created out of this kind of work. Um, So that's kind of some of the very material and tangible things that folks are doing. Sure.
0: I just think all of this is so cool. I'm just
1: processing it.
0: (laughs) Um, So tell me a little bit about your own uh, personal theology and how this kind of work has shaped that. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I think for me, you know, I have been trying to figure out why am I so attracted to agriculture I work on two different small farms um, but then also feel this deep commitment to the church Uh Um, and I think because the reason I feel so connected to agriculture and the growing of food is because of the liturgy is because of Eucharist is because of really the mission of the church around reconciliation Uh Um, and I think Part of reconciliation is um, you know with oneself, with God and with your neighbor but it's also with all of creation and I find that um, food and the growing of food and the sharing of food is very much an entry point mm-hmm. for people to really begin to see that um, in um, see that in a way that can be transformative um, at the Abundant Table where I work, um, the Eucharist is so key to um, how we engage everything else we do Mm -hmm. and thinking about what does it mean to be food for the world. And um, when we take, you know, the bread and the wine every week, we also ask ourselves, where did this bread come from? Where did the wheat come from? Mm -hmm. Where did the grapes to make this wine come from? You know, where did the water, you know, of our baptism? Right. And there's like real justice questions connected to that as well Mm -hmm. and if we are people who are talking about bringing the gifts of all creation to the table how are we then making sure that those gifts have been brought in a way that honors all of creation both human and non-human
0: right exactly yeah it's a when you really start thinking about it in those terms it it almost encompasses all of the work of the church to to just get the bread and
1: wine on the table right (laughs) right right
0: Oh wow, that's really cool. So, what what's been the response here? Is this your first time at General Convention?
1: It is my first time as an exhibitor. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And and have you had a lot of people at your booth so
1: far? It has been incredible. And actually, I was second guessing myself for a while like were we really ready? And um, this is kind of our launch of mm-hmm. the the Episcopal Food Faith and Farm Network. I guess the Faith Food and Farm Network. <laughs> <laughs> um and I was questioning whether it was a good choice um, to be here and it, I have it's been an overwhelming yes. we have had so... Many people come to our booth and are really excited and want to know more. And, you know, they come with experience and resources, and then, but they're also looking for it. Um, and we actually also did this um, video campaign mm-hmm. where we did a, our first—it's call it's our annual soil film contest where we asked um, ministries from across the country to submit um, videos about their food or farm or garden ministry. And we got 24 um, responses, and we're going to choose a winner on Sunday— uh-huh. as a way of just really highlighting what people are doing across the country, and that was a really exciting um, benefit of coming to con- General Convention. Very cool. Uh,
0: well, I know I'll, I'll take a photo for uh, for the website, but just looking around, this is like the greenest little space in the <laughs> middle of this big... Uh, crazy exhibit hall. It's just like a very calming, relaxing place to sit. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so where can people, if they're interested in finding out more about what you're doing or getting resources, uh, how can they find you or the network?
1: Yeah. So to find the network, um, it's www.faithfoodfarm.org. Okay. And then our Facebook page is Faith Food Farm, or Episcopal Faith Food Farm Network. And um, our Twitter is Episcotilth, and that's (laughs) T-I-L-T-H. So that is where we are kind of in the beginning stages, so things are just starting to get posted. Um, You can also check out uh, Nuria Love Parish. She has the blog Church Work, but she's developed a guide for the Christian food movement, which has a lot of this information. And then the website of the organization that I work for, The Abundant Table, is uh, www.theabundanttable.org. Theabundanttable.org. The abundant abundant okay. org, And we also have resources. In, and we've actually been working on a liturgy. We've developed a little liturgy for what we're calling Farm Church. Uh-huh. Um, and it's kind of um, trying to bring in a lot of langu- creation language into our liturgy. Um, and so that's something that we have um, So available. that's available
0: on your site? Um,
1: it's available. I don't know if it's available on our site yet, but through email we can send it out to people. Okay.
0: So. Were you involved in creating that?
1: Yeah, myself and one of our Episcopal service groups. Core interns did a lot of work on um, just taking what exists, writings, prayers, and trying to put it together um, in a liturgy that can be used in different spaces, both inside and outside.
0: That's really cool. That's really cool. I, uh, we, Brendan and I, in our in our weekly podcast, normally dig deep into prayers, and uh, and I've been really enjoying getting to talk to different people and how they uh, interact with with the words that make a big difference you know i think that that the things we say might become kind of routine after a little while but man they just really shape your experience in a a really important way so uh, i think this is really cool and thank you so much for uh, spending some time talking to me sarah and um that is it for this episode of the call it call and we will see you tomorrow with another interview
1: let all mortal flesh keep silence and with fear and trembling stand ponder nothing earthly minded for with blessing in his hand Christ our God to earth Send our full homage to